Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And on the breakaway, McDavid scores! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points! I'm James Neal. Start on theirs. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith, Jar Kara. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley Army back bar and in. Save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. The Edmonton Oilers clinch the playoff spot. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chad. I've paid my dues Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes I've made a few Scott joining you the Monday edition of Oilers Now. Lots in play as we speak. Lots to get to. Brendan, 37 feet away from me. I'm in the boardroom at the 630 Chet office. And the course building the city southeast side. Brendan, why oh why did we open up with a little bit of Queen today? Well, Brian May was born on this day in 1947, 74 years old. Of course, uh, one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Lots to get to. Uh, a very interesting weekend involving the National Hockey League. We had the protected list that came down the pipe, uh, got the word yesterday morning as to who officially ended up getting uh, protected. No surprise for Edmonton, as repeatedly stated once the Oilers made the Duncan Keith trade a week ago Monday. The Oilers protecting the following players, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, along with... Yes, a Paul Yarvey 
and Kyra Yamamoto, Zach Cassian, Josh Archibald. Those were the seven forwards. The three defensemen were Darnell Nurse, Ethan Bear, and Duncan Keith, and Stuart Skinner was the goaltender. It's my belief that Seattle will likely end up taking... I think if I'm, eh, well, I'm not sure who they're going to take, but I think they'll end up taking Jujar Kara. There were lots of other significant players exposed out there. We'll get into the Adam Larson discussion as well. That all happened over the course of the weekend. This morning, Edmonton-born product Luke Prokop, a Nashville Predators draft choice, became the first player under NHL contract to publicly come out as gay. Luke will be joining us today at 105. Uh, full disclosure here. Uh, from an Edmonton Oilers perspective, Brendan, do you recall us talking a bit about Luke Prokop going into last year's draft? Well, he went in the third round to Nashville, right? And he was picked literally right ahead of the Edmonton Oilers, who I'm pretty sure you and I were saying may have a little interest. Oh, no, they were taking him. And what ended up happening is Nashville got him and the Oilers traded down. They made a deal with the San Jose Sharks and they moved back in the draft as a result of it. So the Oilers had a lot of interest in Luke as well. Uh, Luke's older brother, Josh Prokop, was the captain of the Calgary Hitman this season. Uh, Luke, a third-round pick of Nashville. I saw uh, Josh and Luke play a couple times over at the D- uh, DCA, the downtown community arena, during the course of the season. Uh, Josh Prokop will be... It's, oh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. Josh Prokop is, will likely be starting the season at least uh, going to training camp with the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, he is also going to depending upon where that goes in the first half of the year, potentially ending up at some point at the University of Alberta playing for Ian Herbers as well. As for Luke Prokop, uh, Jerry Johansson represents him. I had multiple conversations with Jerry over the course of the last couple of weeks, including on Duncan Keith. Um, There's also the Carey Price angle. But uh, the Sports Corporation was uh, very proactive, and Luke is... uh, uh, the story's being told out there. There's a terrific piece. Maybe, uh, Brendan, you can retweet it for me. I know I put it out uh, via my Twitter as well, at Bob underscore Stoffer, written by Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic that does a really good job encapsulating it. But we'll have Luke tell his story coming down the pipe at 105 today. Oilers now, of course, is brought to you by Digitex, buyer lease and ex-office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We'll uh, get to a lot of different things in the opening half hour of the show. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling will join us at 1235. The aforementioned Nashville Predators prospect Luke Prokop today at 105. And a friend of the show, a guy who willed his way to the National Hockey League, Al May from uh, the Washington Capitals broadcast, former Washington Capital player at 135. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time at the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 7804960063. The patio open daily at the River Cree from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. It's got an upscale menu, the biggest screen in the city as well. Uh, all of the uh, regular uh, dining uh, facilities in the River Cree are back up and at them, including the likes of Italia, as well as Tap 25 and Fat Burger, uh, multiple locations. And uh, the province is back up and at them, and there's no question the River Cree Resort and Casino is back up and at them as well. The River Cree Resort and Casino, excitement better. You can text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted on 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. 
for more. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and uh, tweet uh, Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. So there's two top stories today. The top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Obviously, um, the, the Luke Prokop story, again, becoming the first player under an NHL contract to publicly come out as gay. Um, that is that is a big story. You know, Brendan, it's interesting. I hope we get to the point someday where, you know, it's it's not a big story. You know what I mean? Where it's just sort of accepted, and that's, that's just the way it is. And I know people have different perspectives on different things, but I think that uh, some might say, well, Stauffer, you're a social liberal, or sorry, a social conservative, meaning, you know, left on social issues, but conservative on fiscal policy and that sort of thing. And I, you know, maybe it was all those years I worked at the campus radio station in the late 1980s and early 90s, but... Um, you know, it's when I sort of heard some rumblings that this might be occurring about a week and a half to two weeks ago involving Luke. I mean, I think it's a pretty courageous step on his part. I think we'd be naive to believe that there hadn't been other players before that dealt uh, with the pressure of not, uh, you know, not wanting it out there. And and so, you know, Brendan, you and me are of a different vintage, but do you think we're going to get to the place down the road here where – like it is a big story today, but is are we going to get to a place and a time where it, it it is it's not that big of a deal? Yeah, we do. And in order to get there, we need to have today unfold. So I think that's why the significance of Luke Procrop making this decision is you know we'll remember this day. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we look forward to having him on uh, the 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 Procop family. Uh, Al Prokop uh, is involved with Blackhawk Golf and Country Club. Uh, his wife, Nicole, uh, is Nicole Allard. And, of course, that is part of the Allard family. Dr. Allard is the former owner of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. Uh, Kathy Allard became Kathy Rusin, married Harold Rusin. And at one time, Harold Rusin was in charge of WIC which oversaw both ITV. Dr. Allard started ITV. And uh, as well as... Uh, this building as well, and to this day, they're still involved, I think, in sh- as shareholders in Chorus as well, as we speak. So, it'll be a very uh, interesting story coming up. Now, I said there's two big stories out there. The other top story involves Adam Larson, and I, there, it's interesting the perspectives out there, because I know that we had Spec on the show last week, and he said, well, I think, well, and it was the day that the uh, Oilers... Yeah, on the Tuesday. So we, after the trade got consummated Monday and was made official Monday afternoon, we had both Ken Holland and Duncan Keith on the show, and that led us to a conversation around Adam Larson and what was going to ha- be there. And at that time, Speck had said, well, I think what we have here is what's affectionately known as a uh, deal in the drawer involving Adam Larson. And I'm from the school where you never know what's going to happen in negotiations. One day, there will be full disclosure on what happened with Ryan Smith back in 2007 and the Smith camp, accepting and then not going through with not one but two separate offers from Kevin Lowe, who was the general manager at that time. Uh, And ultimately, uh, you know, you'd think the deal was done. It wasn't done. Uh, that was in February of 2007. For me, the the lesson I learned... uh, 
And it's pretty interesting. Many of you would remember this if you're Oilers fans, but in 2007, the Oilers were un- under the belief that they had a commitment from Michael e- uh, Nylander from uh, Mike Gillis, who was his agent at that time. And uh, I reported on another station at that time that Nylander Edmonton was a done deal and then had to sit on it for a day when it, be- when it became undone and had lots of media guys call me out until the next day when the Edmonton Oilers put out a release saying, hey, we thought we had a commitment here. It affected business for a couple days for our team. And so that's what I mean. Sometimes, so when you go through experiences like that, in 2000, I remember the day that Ryan Smith was traded back in, uh, I think it was February 27th of 07. And then the whole schmas around what happened sort of July 2nd, July 3rd of 2007 as well, involving Nylander, until the player has signed on the dotted line, I'm always a little bit leery. Some people have suggested to me, Bob, Adam Larson's going to sit there and tip his toes out into the free agency waters and then potentially circle back to Edmonton. Others are saying, well, why wouldn't he? This is the only time that he's got to sort of take a look at the situation and the scenario of being free agency to know what he might be worth on the open market. So... I don't have the answer for you. That I can tell you right now. Uh, I do know that Adam Larson would be valued in the NHL. I know that maybe hard, firm, competitive shutdown defensemen aren't considered the sexiest type of players, uh, but Larson's a pretty good player. I do know this. The Oilers are going to have to come up with a plan B, C, and D if Larson ultimately doesn't re-sign in Edmonton. He is an important guy for Edmonton to bring back. I mean, theoretically, I could foresee a scenario where Edmonton gets in on Zach Hyman because I still think Taylor Hall could ultimately sign in Boston and Gabriel Landeskog could end up signing with the Colorado Avalanche. Landeskog, Zach Hyman, and Taylor Hall were not protected for the expansion draft by their respective organizations. Maybe Hyman comes in at six million times six years. Maybe Larson comes in at four times four. And maybe the Oilers ultimately do Mike Smith, maybe even on a two-year deal in the $2 million range. And based upon sort of what they already have and deploying the CBA to move some money around, it would put Edmonton basically at $75 million, not including the $4.2 million in cap space for uh, LTIR for Oscar Kleppbaum. So we'll see on Adam Larson, but make no mistake, I very important player for Edmonton to get. So we'll uh, continue to monitor that story. And if he doesn't end up signing here, the Oilers are going to have to look for a different type of uh, defenseman. Maybe a guy that can shut down a little bit. Maybe a guy that can bring some physicality. Some people have said, what about Eric Branson? I think Larson's a better player than Gerbranson. He's not as tough as Gerbranson. Um, some have suggested, what about a guy like Nicholas Jarmelson? I haven't seen enough of Jarmelson over the last couple of years to know how much he's got in the tank. Uh, I know we've mentioned at times Yanni Hockenpah, but for me, Hockenpah is a third-pairing defenseman, who, by the way, I would contemplate signing if I were the Oilers, regardless of whether or not Larson is back or not. He would make a little bit of sense to me. But it's going to be interesting to see what transpires here over the next few days. You can text us. And, and so what I'm telling you is I don't know. And I don't know how it's going to end up. 
maybe he maybe after the expansion draft, it's announced that uh, Larson's committed to a deal on the, the expansion draft goes on the 21st. So, you know, maybe on the 22nd, 23rd, that happens. I'm not necessarily sure that is going to happen. I wonder whether or not we get to the 28th of July when free agency opens and Adam Larson's still unsigned at that time. It's a distinct possibility. Time will tell. All right. You, again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We go into the Oilers now. How do you evolve? For Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. We had Hart Levine on the show on Friday, closing out the show, and Zach Hyman is represented by Todd Reynolds, who at one time, as John Shannon pointed out, uh, Kyle Dubas used to work for Todd Reynolds. Kyle Dubas, of course, the general manager of the Maple Leafs. Here's Hart Levine with his thoughts on uh, what Zach Hyman wants in the open market. I will say if he moves on seven years at five point seven five or so, and I would say if he's circles back with Toronto, it's eight years at, at quite a bit lower, like probably even, you know, less than Nugent Hopkins. Um, but because, but you have to think about it like this, a guy at his age, this is probably his last contract. So yep. the, the years in the cap, it is pretty irrelevant. I think he's only looking at total dollars. So, you know, uh, you know like a six times six, uh, or no, sorry, even a seven times 5.5, that's not much different than like an eight times, you know, under five, right? So I think, uh, yeah, so that, that would be my prediction. Seven years, you know, between five and a half and six, if he leaves in Toronto, eight years um, below New Hopkins. There you go. That is Hart Levine joining us in the Orders Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. All right, a quick note pertaining to business and the business of hockey, uh, because good news uh, coming from the Canadian government. Uh, and, and just so you're aware, uh, I run the numbers every day. Uh, I will tell you that Canada is now up to 40. This, according to, uh, we'll just go to the website right now, and then I'll bounce back and forth. Well, here's what I'll tell you. The Canadian government is effective August the 7th, uh, let's check that. August the 9th, uh, we'll be allowing fully vaccinated Americans to start uh, coming into Canada on August the 9th. Um, officials note that the U.S. has not agreed to a reciprocal agreement at this time. Uh, as for travelers around the world, starting September 7th, if they are vaccinated, they can visit uh, Canada. Canada will also allow five more airports to open to international travel starting September 7th. They include Edmonton. Halifax, Quebec City, Ottawa, and Winnipeg, of course, joining Montreal, Toronto, Calgary, and Vancouver. That is going to have ramifications for for the National Hockey League. And we go to some updated numbers. Our source for this is always ourworldanddata.org. Some of you feel as though uh, you've been bludgeoned in terms of the uh, coronavirus for the last, uh, what are we at now? 17 months or so the reality of the situation though just just you know it's interesting canada has now officially passed the united states in terms of the amount of population canada is up to 49.7 percent of the population that is fully vaccinated against covid19 that is not 12 plus that is everybody 49.7 percent canada at roughly 70 percent that have the single shot the u.s has been stagnant for about three weeks they are at currently at 48 percent fully vaccinated 
and just at 55.5% for partially vaccinated. So, and again, those numbers are all in, not 12 plus, because at this stage, we don't vaccinate uh, 12 and under. So, uh, good news in that regard, because it is going to affect things like uh, performers, concerts at Rogers Place, games at Rogers. But again, there's a key phrase in there, fully vaccinated in terms of flying back and forth across the border. I believe the OHL, Brendan might have more information on this, uh, the OHL has announced that their expectation is their players will be fully vaccinated. There will be an expectation that that occurs. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is 1224 at Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. It's 1226 in Edmonton. Let's get right to it. NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. We are inside Seattle's exclusive negotiating window where they get to speak with any player on the unprotected list, if you will, uh, which includes some big names, but maybe none more surprising this weekend than Carey Price. It's probably unlikely that they'll take the bait on that 10 and a half million dollar contract and I'll explain a little more as to why in the James H. Brown injury report coming up. Uh, Dallas locking up Miro Haskinen eight years, 8.45 million per season. Probably a good idea to keep that number in mind as Darnell Nurse's contract rounds down. Uh, A flurry of transactions leading up to the roster freeze though on Saturday. So I'll just go through some of the names and new places. Philadelphia picking up Ryan Ellis. It was ultimately a three-way trade. So Philippe Myers and Nolan Patrick to Nash but then the Predators flipped Patrick to Vegas for Cody Glass. Uh, the Rangers took Barkley Goudreau's rights from Tampa for a seventh round pick. Aiden Hill on his way from Arizona to San Jose for a second rounder next year. And goaltender Joseph Corner. Uh, the Coyotes also acquiring a bundle of draft picks uh, from the Islanders just to take on Andrew Ladd's contract there. Vancouver picked up Jason Dickinson from Dallas, a third rounder going the other way. Jared McCann is a Maple Leaf, at least up until the expansion draft. We shall see on that front. Nick Letty has gone to Detroit. And in the minor circuits, uh, Oil Kings Dylan Gunther finishing 6th in Bob McKenzie's final draft ranking. Sebastian Kosa 15th. And you're right, Bob, multiple sources confirming uh, to the hockey writers has the scoop right now that the OHL set to enforce mandatory vaccine within the league for players, coaches, staff, volunteers, officials, and billet families. There you go. All right. You can text us at any time at 7804960063. The Ashley Five Floors text line, Mitch Integrator is taking time to text us, and we've got hundreds of texts that have come in. But this one says that plan B, C, and D better not include Tyson Berry, Bob. I hope David Savard, though, question mark. If the orders are end, Bob, if the orders are seriously considering a two-year deal for Mike Smith, they need to have their heads examined. Well, that's the beauty of a situation like in a show like Oilers now. Uh, absolutely. 
anything, you know, people have their own perspectives. One more here. Roland Texas and says, Bob, would Seattle possibly claim Adam Larson in the expansion draft to secure his negotiating rights? They could afford to give him term and more dollars than the Oilers could. Roland, that is a distinct possibility. That is an avenue that is there. That's why they've got the three-day window to negotiate with any player that was not. There was only one skater that was unrestricted free agent that was on a protected roster. The Montreal Canadiens protected Yoel Armia, represented by Jerry Johansson. Jerry had a busy weekend. Uh, all right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling at 1235 today. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.